from the world famous LWDL Studios, this is The Spotlight. Hi everyone, I'm Dan, and welcome to the show. I'm here by myself today, but don't worry, Lewis will be back for our normal weekly episodes of Light with Dan and Lewis. For today's episode, I'll be talking about the 10,000 hour rule and becoming an expert at life. There's a theory that it takes 10,000 hours of practice to become a master. Studies have looked at a variety of fields and people within those fields to see what separates great, exceptional, masterful practitioners from good, solid professionals. This difference is best summed up with a single question. What separates the best from the rest? Malcolm Gladwell is perhaps the most well-known researcher in this area. In his 2008 book Outliers, Gladwell lays out a focus shift from what experts are like to where they came from. If we break down greatness into two prerequisites, the first would be 10,000 hours of practice. The Beatles had over 10,000 hours of performance in small bars in Hamburg prior to making it big. Bill Gates had over 10,000 hours of coding before inventing Windows. But Gladwell lays out two additional factors that contribute to greatness. Opportunity over IQ and hard work over intelligence. Basically, how smart you are does not matter. What does matter is the effort you put in and opportunities you are given and are able and choose to take. These opportunities can be moments in time, access to new technology, time to deliberately practice, ability to devote hours to practice, or a variety of other circumstances. It's also important to define practice. Most studies around this area add words in front of practice, like deliberate or intentional. Deliberate practice, intentional practice. So what is deliberate practice? Deliberate practice is a cycle of active exercise where one is constantly striving for improvement, monitoring their performance, evaluating against a criteria, and working on areas they are not good at. It is not mindless repetition, observing a higher level practitioner, teaching lower level students, or staying in a comfort zone by only working on things that they are already good at. So while Gladwell may not have made such a precise definition of practice, studies have shown this practice must be deliberate. A 2016 meta-analysis available on PubMed by Case Western Reserve University found that deliberate practice and skill are related, but far from perfectly related. Deliberate practice hours predicted 26% of the skill variation in games like chess, 21% for music, and 18% for sports. Some might say this is a flaw in the 10,000 hour rule, that it leads to a misconception that anyone can become an expert in anything by putting in the hours. Since deliberate practice only predicted 20-25% to of the skill levels, there are other factors at play. Researchers have been able to pinpoint a few of them, including age and genetics. But Gladwell accounts for age and the opportunity factor. He may not say it directly, but part of the opportunity factor is a person being able to take the opportunity when presented. In general, the younger the person, the less commitments and responsibilities they will have to get in the way of taking an opportunity when presented. If Bill Gates had been 20 years older, he would not have been in a position to begin programming on a terminal literally as they were invented, as he would most likely have been 15 years into some other career field. Another common critique of the 10,000 hour rule involves quality of the hours. This often comes up when discussing 9 to 5 jobs. 
If you work eight hours a day, five days a week for five years, even with two weeks of vacation, you would hit the 10,000 hour mark in those five years. Does that make you an expert in your field? Not necessarily. It would make you an expert at what you do though. The difference is most jobs and most people do not emphasize and promote growing or gaining new skill and talent as you progress. This is akin to someone sitting down at the piano, extending their pointer finger and pressing a single key at a time to pick up Mary Had a Little Lamb roughly 2.4 million times or 10,000 hours worth of that single nursery rhyme. Does that make this person an expert pianist? Or just an expert Mary Had a Little Lamb lunatic or professional? You pick. If that same piano player wanted to become an expert pianist, they must master Mary Had a Little Lamb and then progress onto more complicated and involved pieces. 10,000 hours of mastering piece after piece moving from simple rudimentary nursery rhymes all the way up to masterfully arranged complex compositions is what would build an expert musician. A final quote from Malcolm Gladwell. Success is not a random act. It arises out of a predictable and powerful set of circumstances and opportunity. So let's throw out this 10,000 hour rule in the label of expert. Are you using your circumstances and opportunities to grow and progress? Or are you plunking out Mary had a little lamb day after day? Even if the goal of 10,000 hours at expert title is not the aim, isn't gradual improvement, personal advancement, or generally being better than we were yesterday still a goal? Is anything worth doing if we're not getting at least a little bit better? Progressing even the smallest increment forward learning the tiniest bit about this thing called life, even the most mundane tasks, our least favorite chores, the things we put off the longest, give us the opportunity to learn something. Sometimes we just need to look a little harder to find what it is. It may not always be profound. It may not be a breakthrough realization. Maybe it's a feeling or an inner calmness Maybe it's a lesson in procrastination. Perhaps it's a chance to slow down and enjoy the small details. So does 10,000 hours of personal growth make us an expert at life? I think in this regard, 10,000 hours is pretty easy, but becoming an expert is hard. With any luck, we'll get to experience a few dozen rounds of expert qualifying practice in this thing called life. I'm not sure I'll ever be an expert. That's all in the spotlight for today. If you like what you heard, check out more episodes of the spotlight and our regular series, Life with Dan and Lewis, on YouTube at Life with Dan and Lewis, and wherever podcasts are available or on our website, lwbl.buzzsprout.com. Be sure to subscribe to be the first to see new episodes of The Spotlight and Life with Dan and Lewis as soon as they are available. Coming up on future episodes of The Spotlight, we'll talk about self-motivation and being your own boss, trying new things, following a passion, chill anxiety, never-ending beta testing, and more. I hope to see you all there. Until then, take care and be kind. Mm-hmm.